And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, the legendary John Bon Jovial folks. Welcome aboard for another hour of some of the greatest indie music and talk with some of the greatest indie talent in the world. And we've got a worldwide show for you today. We've got an American group and our first ever group from Finland will be welcoming aboard in just a little bit. Right now, however, we're going backwards a little bit. A previous guest that's been on the show a couple of times has a brand new track out, and we want to share it with you. Here now are Dream Aria with Anne Bonnie.
Dream Aria. The song is Anne Bonnie. And uh, actually, that's about a true person. It's about an American Irish pirate who was known for her fiery red hair as well as her disposition. She met another famous pirate, John Calico Jack Rackman in the Bahamas, became a member of his crew along with another female, Mary Reed. They disguised themselves as men. And uh, interestingly enough, in 1720, they were overtaken by a warship. The crewmen were too drunk to fight and thus were captured, convicted, and hanged. And Anne said to Jack, had you fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Interesting backstory of uh, of the song and its roots. And listeners of the show who have caught when uh, Dream Aria has been on in the past know that uh, their name is indicative of what they do. Uh, they kind of take rock music and make it uh, an operetta, uh, thus an aria, and uh, they do some really, really creative stuff. What say you, John Bon Jovial? I haven't heard from you yet well, this week. Oh, kind of. Uh, well, it's you know, listen, I, I'm right here. So all you had to do was pick up the phone, and I could have ignored the call, and, and we would have been good. <laughs> well, instead, I ignored calling you. <laughs> well, as far as uh, Dream Aria is concerned, you know, this is something that I expect from them because of the fact that they have a very lush production technique, and it is a dreamscape that they do. It's a concept uh, ensemble. At yes. least this is my impression. That this is yes. what they're going for. It's not necessarily my cup of tea, but it's something that I can listen to on a limited basis. Uh, I enjoyed listening to this just now, but I, you know, after... I don't know, maybe it's just me and nothing against these guys because they're incredibly talented. But, you know, I, I couldn't take much more than one or two songs before I have to get back to listening to The Grateful Dead or Bob Seger or something. <laughs> well, I, I understand that that's the, that is something that is uh, very typical of uh, Grateful Dead lovers. But, uh, yeah, I was listening to that as I do all of their music, and I, I was struck by the complexity the intricacy, uh, how the the music actually bordered on rock, yet the vocal vocalizing was almost operatic. It's uh, it's an interesting cross they do, and uh, really impressive. I like the tune. I like this one especially because it is melodic, and I liked the melody, the counter melody underneath the voices, which I thought was really I do like really it. Impressive. No, I, I, yeah. I, I don't want them. I don't want people to think that I don't like these guys. I do. I mean, their 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 type of music is uh, very hard to do, and the production Absolutely, that went into yes. this, as I just said, is is very lush and very yeah. precise. Uh, in and and this is what I expect from Dream Aria. They've been a great guest, and hopefully, we can have them back on again to discuss Absolutely. this because I would. I, I have questions that I want to ask them. Write them down, keep them handy. We get them back here, and you can have the floor. And to sum up the story of uh, of our Anne Bonnie pirate, uh, she had a stay of execution. Both of them were pregnant, and it was unusual because women were considered bad luck on most ships back in those days. But uh, they were significant uh, female pirates, and they held their own. They will be remembered as legends of their time. Anne Bonnie by Dream Aria. We have our next guest standing by. So before we get to them, I want to touch on a couple of things. Our usual mention that we have been mentioning the last few weeks 
of our friend upstate New York rocker Frank Palangi, who was burned out of his home and studio, of course. And uh, there is a uh, there is a GoFundMe account for him. You can go to his Facebook page, Frank Palangi, P-A-L-A-N-G-I, and get all the details if you'd like to help out this deserving indie musician from upstate New York. And while we're talking about upstate New York, I want to shout out to our friends at our flagship station, Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ, FM 106.3. They'll be running their first Radiothon on Labor Day, and this is how they uh, help support the station and keep it free radio with no commercial advertising. So they'll be taking donations from that weekend, Labor Day weekend, for upgrades and, of course, the expense of running Rochester Free Radio. They will continue as free radio by running as much of their regular programming as possible with just limited cut-ins to remind listeners of where to send donations if they'd like. That's Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ, FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York. John Bon Jovial, how are things with you this week? Well, like most places in the country, uh, it's hot. I mean, it is just doggone hot here in southwest Florida with the humidity and the helicopter-sized mosquitoes that are buzzing around. Uh, <laughs> but I got to tell you, <laughs> business has been good. You know, I can't complain about life too vociferously. I suppose I could, you know, uh, gripe here or there, but, you know, really all but in all. Listen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, people, you know, the standard answer, you know, people always say, hi, how are you? How are you? And, and, and oh, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Well, I, I abandoned that a long time ago. Somebody will say, how you doing? Uh, you know, how are you? And I'll just say, hey, you know, I'm just, I'm fairly wonderful. I'm optimistic. Life is good. <laughs> Absolutely. I know what you're saying. And yeah, when they ask you, most of them don't really care how you really are. It's just uh, their effort no, to try and be polite. And I respect that. I know nobody or really the other cares. Or they're glad, you know, so. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, as I said, we have our next guest standing by, so let's not delay any longer. Uh, another return guest. They call themselves the Reverend Cavaliers, and here they are with a brand new track, Dancing in the Sun.
Dancing in the Sun. They call themselves the Reverend Cavaliers, and here to talk with us now is Rick Hammond of the Reverend Cavaliers. Hello, Rick. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. Good to be back with you fellows. Good to have you back again, and I in relation to our uh, previous conversation John and I were having just before we played your tune, uh, I genuinely care how you are because you are our guest here on the show today. That wasn't just to be polite, so I'm glad that you're doing well, and we are very glad to have you back here with us again. Great track. That was an interesting track. I know the first time I played it, I had to stop it, go back, and start again because it kind of caught me off guard. To me, it strikes me as... Heavy 1960s psychedelic music. That works for me. <laughs> right. Hey. I, wasn't sure, I wasn't sure where you were coming from with it, and uh, I just had to, you know, put my cards on the table. That was the first impression I got. It sounded like a, uh, a heavier interpretation of uh, late 60s psychedelia, and uh, very well done, I should add. Well, that's very kind of you, and that's probably not... Not far off. It wasn't exactly what I was aiming at, but it must have been where I landed. <laughs> well, tell me, what were you aiming at? Uh, actually, I was. It's, it's weird because that one was was going one direction musically and a different direction lyrically, and I finally found something that kind of fit together. So by the, by that point, I was just happy to have it sounding coherent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can understand that, but yeah, it definitely worked out as oftentimes those uh, accidental pairings will. It is a marriage of uh, styles and sounds, and uh, you got them put together very well. John Bon Jovial, what say you? Well, yeah, I wanted to touch on the uh, the 60s thing there for just a second because that's what I was thinking. But first and foremost, Rick, welcome back to the show. It really is nice to have you back on again uh, with us. Uh, but uh, I'm listening to Dancing in the Sun, and before, you know, I, I never get to listen to the music before we play it on the air like this, and that's by design. And my first initial impression of it, before Dave even mentioned the 60s psychedelia, was the guitar work in there kind of reminded me of an obscure 60s uh, power trio band called Blue Cheer. I don't know if you're familiar with oh, them. Oh, wow, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, but, yeah, but the guitar work in there, that was the first I, – I had to listen – and it's like, okay, what is this? What is this? I can't put my finger on it. And then it came to me. And, um, and, and I, I consider that to be a high compliment because, I, you know, these guys were really good. And I can remember back in Boston growing up seeing them, I think it was 1966 or 67. And uh, a bunch of my friends and I, we went to see it. And, of course, we had a psychedelic gleam in our eye at all times back then. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you know. Lordy. <laughs> I, I don't need I don't need to elaborate, do I? Uh, no, no. <laughs> but uh, well done, seriously, well done. I, I really I, I love that sound. I've always been preferential to it. Uh, you know, it's what you grow up with, and that was the kind of stuff that I just fell in love with. And uh, so you've really done a nice job with that song. Well, thanks. Yeah, I was kind of, I guess I was kind of trying to fuse jazz and hard rock sort of, and uh, yeah, you, and so it land, again, it, it seems to have landed at that place. You guys got the same impression on it. Heck, if I'd have known yep. that, if, I, if I'd have talked to you guys before I started sending this thing out, I would have had a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more of a promo package to say, hey, think of 60 Psychedelic when you listen. 
There you go. Well, you remember us in the future. We'll be glad to uh, we'll be glad to make comments on any uh, any future music that you have coming up. You know, it's been a oh, while Rick, since you. I said very kind, Debbie. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Absolutely, no problem. It's been a while since you were on the show last, Rick, and um, we've been through a heck of a lot since then, including most notably the COVID situation. What have you been doing since you were on the show uh, the last time, especially? since you were kind of locked out of performing this last year? Well, that's a great question. Um, again, I want to thank you guys for having, us, having uh, us back on the show and very honored to be in the mix with you guys as always. Um, as far as what's been going on, it was, it's, it's sadly ironic. I've been playing for quite a few years, and this band's been together for probably almost six years now. We had the most shows we've ever had booked in my life in 2020 and we only were able to play one show oh man so it was thankfully we've all got day jobs i guess you say now for for once a musician has (laughs) i can actually say i was glad i had a day job because i being in Nashville, i saw a lot a lot of folks struggling big time yeah absolutely um, we we focused on the recording and just continuing to fight the live show i mean it's uh Hopefully this is going to, uh, getting behind us and more. So we've, we've already done several shows this year and getting ready to put some more on the books. Um, so things are starting to look a little better again. And, and so we've got a couple of things that we just released. I think you've got both of them, and we'll have a couple more before the end of the year. Well, great. Yes, we've got uh, two of them. As a matter of fact, I think it's kind of uh, kind of appropriate the way they worked out, and this wasn't intentional. Uh, we've got Dancing in the Sun that we just opened with, and, of course, if you're dancing too close to the sun, you're going to set your wings on fire. So the next song is going to be Wings of Fire. So I think that's a rather appropriate progression there. And speaking of progressing, John Bon Jovial is progressing to where he wants to get back on in here. Come on, John, what you got? Yeah, I want to uh, ask you, Rick, about uh, you know COVID activities. Did you guys do any kind of... Uh, online performances, whether you want to call it a Zoom concert or a virtual concert, so you could keep at least keep your, you know, your, keep yourselves from getting rusty, so to speak. Well, uh, we were invited to several of them, and our bass player uh, also works at a club downtown in Nashville where she was doing that for that club so that they could stay afloat. And they were able. They turned it into a pretty good subscription thing. We never ended up doing one because, as the technological discussion kept going around, it was uh, we were going to have to invest some money in cameras and things of that nature. That you know, unless we could rent time at, at a certain place, it just kind of it kind of fell through. And we were actually able to do. I mean, we didn't. You know, we our churches reopened here probably in June last year. So my wife and I did some of the some of that. You know, work just just on at church, so that kept us rusting. We we kept rehearsing. We made sure we got a rehearsal in about once every month or so, so that we we weren't getting too rusty. But great question. Yeah, you 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 know, you ask uh, uh, sort of a follow up, I guess. You know, you you just mentioned uh, the the church thing. Uh, are you guys do you do you also do any kind of gospel music? Well, my wife and I have been on our what they call their praise team for gosh, 15 years or so at our church. So we've got a catalog of that. For the formation of this current band, I was my brother and I were doing an indie Christian rock band. So we had uh, worked with a, 
with a nice producer that had, uh, out of the UK that had produced people like uh, Roger Daltrey, Jeff Beck, Meatloaf. So we had a couple albums with him. This new formation, we decided not to go so so in your face with with it and just make our our lyrics positive and biblically based, that kind of stuff. Okay. Very interesting. The uh, the only reason, yeah, the only reason why I ask is that you know when 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 that was brought up, um, I just I flashed back on my uh, days in the early '70s uh, up in Tampa, uh, Tampa, Florida, and uh, a friend of mine and I, who uh, as it turned out, he was the the best man at our wedding, uh, but he uh, he and I used to go up into Pasco County and check out on the weekends, check out the tent revivals. And some of the most outrageous music, it was so good. And yeah. uh, I, I, I've often thought that if that was marketed properly, it would be more than just um, the Baptists or the evangelicals that would get into it. Because, I mean, musically, it was just, I mean, it, I don't know how to describe it other than just amazing. It was just awesome stuff. From the, I mean, Absolutely. right straight from the gut. Yeah. Well, we... Uh... We were, my brother and I were doing, it was a hard rock Christian thing, and he's he was Catholic, and I'm just non-denominational, so we were doing, you know, all all, fa- all phases of the of Christendom, so to speak. Now we do, we'll do a little bit of ministry stuff. We do a Nashville Rescue Mission in town. We'll play some of our songs, and then every now and then we'll throw in, you know, something that's uh, definitely an old old Christian hymn or something like that, just to, just to have a taste of that in there. So, I mean, it's it's... It's wide open. We 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 kind of run it as we see fit. You know that brings up a subject that I wanted to touch with you, or touch upon with you, and that is the fact that okay, you came from a hard rock Christian band, and you went into what you call now the Reverend Cavaliers and your music, and of course, most everyone uh, thinks of Nashville. They think of country music, and uh, I know from my own experience, having been there. Uh, there is a lot more going on in Nashville just than just country music. But tell us, as a person who's involved in that, you know, the other part of Music City, what is the market like as far as non-country or rock music? It's uh, it's it's vibrant. It's not huge, but it's definitely vibrant. You know, we're watching a lot of the a lot of the acts. There's a there's I think there's three three rock channels here in town. Uh, it kind of rivals the, the amount of country channels we've got. So, yeah, we've got, and then we've got one just south of us at, in Columbia, Tennessee, which is about 40 minutes, 45 minutes out of Nashville. They're pretty much a uh, a rock channel as well. So it's it again. Obviously, country is going to be the, the breadwinner here, but it's funny because I'm not a huge country fan. My wife likes country, <laughs> um, but my nephew my nephew plays drums for us and. My wife sings, you know, harmony with me. So it's funny to he and I are both definitely rockers. <laughs> right. It's almost like it's almost like fish out of water here. I hear you. Let me ask you this now. Uh, one another thing that most people think of when they think of country music in Nashville, they think about, of course, making it to the heart of country music, going to Nashville, becoming a star, and, and so on. How is the market to break into if, for example, I had what I considered a good, solid rock band and I wanted to come to Nashville to play the, uh, to play the rock scene in Nashville? It's doable. The, the problem that I'm seeing, and maybe you guys, you know, it sounds like you've got quite a history yourselves. 
the problem that I'm seeing now is the labels were not ready for the digital realm. So now you've got this massive divide with Spotify and Apple Music and all just basically paying artists peanuts. Like, right. you know, we look, I think I looked at something at one point, we had like 10,000 spins and it earned us 0.007 cents. Yeah, I've heard a lot about that uh, that uh, that situation and the fact that you can't make money off the music per se, and it seems like this is something that has been coming on more and more over the years, and the internet has just exacerbated the position. But uh, it's good to know that the market is open to uh, you know two new artists to come in, even if they're not country, and that there is a place for them and. Uh, you know that they can put that on their uh, on their wish list of uh, of cities that they would like to play in to get their music out, and of course that's that's what it's all about anymore. You got to get out, you got to do the shows and the live shows in order to make any real money. And there are so many in the yeah, music industry right. now that so many artists that do have to have day jobs, and I can relate because I've been in that position myself, where you know you. You, you've got your love and you've got your day job, and uh, you hope that the day job lasts so that when the the love of your other career, as it were, uh, has a gap, you've got a way to keep putting bread on the table, and uh, that's a that's a big thing. Now, real quickly before we let you go, want to uh, thank you once again for coming and being with us today, and uh, always great to hear from you. Great that you uh, shared your music with us. Tell us, if you would, please, about this next track we're going to play, Rings of Fire. Um, I was. This one was amusing in the sense that I wrote about six different sets of lyrics for it, and my wife is I, my trusted critique, and she shot all of them down. And I finally got around with this set of lyrics, and she's like, now this this will kind of work, I think. And I'm like, all right, because you're going to be the – you're going to be the call on the course, and I'm answering you instead of the, usually the I we have I write as whereas the male vocal is usually the, the main vocal on the choruses. I'm right. like you're gonna and so she she was fine with it, but yeah, it's uh it's just basically about you know a, a person who feels like they've hit rock bottom, but you're definitely you're not there. You're you're going to regain your your fire so to speak, and you're going to rise again. Yeah, you know, basic basically on that scripture that says a smoking flax. He will not quench, meaning God's not, got whatever you've got burning, God's going to use it and get you going again. Amen. I hear you. And uh, our salute to you, your wife, and all the group in the, uh, in the band. And thank you so wholeheartedly. Don't forget to keep in touch with us. Use my Facebook groups page to post up new music, uh, gigs, whatever you got that you want to share with your fans and followers. We'll make sure it gets spread to our other social media. Be sure and give our best to uh, your missus and everybody else. Thank you so much for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Hammond of Reverend Cavaliers, and here they are with Wings of Fire.
We thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your music. John Bon Jovial, what what do you think? Oh, I I really like that. That that was that was really good. And and again, more of the the sixties psychedelic influence in that yeah, song. Uh, and the, the the there was a a heaviness to it. You know, not a Metallica kind of heaviness, but right, probably no. the the original metal bands of the sixties. And again, Blue Cheer, the Fugs. Beacon Street Union, and um, that's the kind of sound that, that yeah, <laughs> I know that's the kind of sound that these guys are putting out. And I got to tell you, it's nice to hear it again. It really is. Well, you know, I, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. And what I what I think puts it over the top is their ability. And uh, Rick is a big part of this because you know, aside from his wife's suggestions of which is good and which isn't, Rick is doing most of the writing and 
I love the way that he's able to get a spiritual message in there without, you know, without directing to any specific religious group or, or belief, but he's able to get a spiritualistic message, uh, which does us all good, meshed into this, uh, this uh, 2021 version of the 1960 psychedelic rock with an extra blue cheer yeah. touch to it. I mean, you know, whatever you want to call Pretty it. Good, yeah. really, Pretty good. It's really, it's really a good, good job. And uh, uh, I'm really impressed with that. And I know our listeners are going to be impressed with our next group because unlike John Bon Jovial, whom I don't let listen to the music until he hears it on the show, I have heard their music. And like I said, you're going to love it. Here are all the way from Finland. They call themselves Willie and the Good Souls. This is future. You wanna know, wanna see it? Ain't got my civilized future yet. Oh. Um. 
Yeah, I wanted to be sure you caught that trailer there at the end. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Finland, uh, the band that was at times referred to as the Finnish East Street Band, Willie and the Good Souls. Willie, come on in here and say hello. Hello, hello. Hello and welcome aboard. Great sound you've got there. So glad you could be here with us. I know that it's a uh, rough time of the day. You're probably not usually used to sitting and talking to people in the United States at this time of the morning over there, but uh, we're so glad that you made the sacrifice to come and be with us. How is everything over there in your country? Uh, it's, uh, it's been better, much better. Now Now people are afraid of uh, like new variations. Yes. Of of yes. the COVID, but doors are opening. People are thinking if they should be closed, if they should be opened. It's it's uh, it's like different directions every day. Yeah, it's a very divisive uh, situation, and uh, we're we're hearing that from all over the world, not just in our country, and hopefully somewhere yeah. along the line. In the near future, we're going to be able to get back together and get back to being what we are. And uh, I am so glad that you're able to come here. You are the first band from Finland that we've ever had on the show. And uh, we're going to pick your brain a little bit for how the market is over there as compared to the rest of the world. Now, I know that you had just come back from an extensive European tour. Did anything stick out in your mind as you traveled Europe on this tour, was there any situations or, or uh, well, that's that's a good word as any, any situations that uh, you remember most vividly? Yeah, yeah, there are many. We had this uh, one night in in uh, Lithuania, in in Alutis. They, they, these names are difficult even for Finnish, so bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh, no problem. There, there was uh, this uh, night we had. It, it was uh, people. Were, it was like a full house. We didn't know anybody that we met them obviously for the first time because we toured there. But they came to see right. the band, and and uh, we were like friends with everybody after two hours of rock, you know. That's uh, doing that, your job. Like, yeah, uh, like every, everybody w- wants to touch you, you know, not not in a bad way or anything. Right. Just sure. like a tap or hug or something, and, and, and that connection is something. It's unbelievable. It's just music. We just play. Yeah. I agree. And you you feel friends. Absolutely, and it's the it's the international language and the international feeling. And when you get out there, and you get that feeling. Uh, you've got you've got more than one thing going for you. Of course, you know you succeeded at what you're doing, but you also know that you are you know you are bringing people together uh, as really as no one else can. Music reaches out that yeah. you don't have to you don't have to understand the language or the people. You get to know them through the music, and you become you become family. John Bon Jovial, I know you'd like to get into this conversation. Well, yeah. Well, first and foremost, Willie, welcome. It is such a pleasure to have you here with us. Uh, I wanted to go back into the past and touch on future uh, a little bit there. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Yeah, right. <laughs> You've entered. Uh, so I wanted to uh, ask you a couple of questions about future. I mean, first of all, that is such a bright and positive and happy sound that you have with that song. And to me, it's kind of like rock and roll meets country meets Zydeco. And you pull it off. I didn't know if that type of combination was even possible, but it sounds just wonderful. And and I want to know what went into the orchestration of this song, the the musical choreography, if you will, of how you yeah. put this together, because it's a great sound. Thank you. I think most of it is just uh, the band. I've played with uh, the drum player for, we, we, have, we have this another band that we played in, and we've played together for 20 or more years. And, and that, that's something, I, I don't need to think about what he does, and he doesn't need to think about what I do. So we, we just like follow each other, you know. And, and and that's what makes it easy for the other guys. The other guys are like newer to us. But still, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think the whole band sounds positive very often. But the future sound or, or the instrumental is quite like strong there. It's a melodica played by our keyboard player. And uh, that that was the producer's idea when he I played the uh, like the main melody to him. Mm-hmm. He was like, we, we gotta get that out. So there's a violin from our violin player and then the melodica. Well, so you that, tell that, your producer that he, he yeah. yeah. You tell your producer he's right on track with that because that was uh, yeah. Thank you. This was a this was a sound I did not expect, and I gotta be t- I gotta tell you, it kind of blew me away listening to it because <laughs> as I said to our previous guest, which I'll say to you, which I say to probably just to every guest every week, I do not get to hear the music before the show starts, and it's by design huh. because David wants to. I uh, get a visceral gut reaction from me, and I wow. seriously, I am not trying to, you know, blow smoke up your butt there. It this that's good, and 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 if this is an example Thank of you. what you do, then you guys should be a success. Well, you definitely want to get on board and check them out online because they do a lot of other stuff. I listened to several of their uh, tracks before. I said, you know, we got to have these guys on the show, and you you did an album. Uh, called Fortunate Son, which was, uh, yeah. as I understand it, an interpretation of uh, classic rock anthems interpreted as you would uh, interpret them. And I can hear from uh, from the track we just played, I can hear from uh, that where they got the uh, the feeling of you being the, the Finnish E Street band. That sound comes through. I did, I did not catch the country edge as much as John did until he mentioned yeah. it, but I did catch the uh, similarities to the E Street Band, and congratulations to you, not only to be able to capture uh, that feeling, but to do it without sacrificing your own feeling. You are still Willie and the Good Souls, so, you know, you're not, yeah. you're not an E Street cover band by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I salute you for that. Now, we don't have a lot of time to go into all the things I would like to ask you, but 
Tell us how you came up. Now, you, I know you've been, in, uh, you've been dabbling with music since you were, what, eight years old. How did you come up with yeah. the idea for the sound of Willie and the Good Souls? Uh, to be honest, the, the whole thing started uh, with, uh, from my mother getting cancer and, and getting like uh, six months to live. And, and I, I wanted to do something for her and I made a record and it was the first record that I sang myself, The Fortunate Son. And that, that's how it started. Then, then friends came and we, we, we want to do this live and we want to take your record out and, and so on. So that, that's the well, uh, start. I'm sorry for the situation with your mother. It's something that uh, has personally touched that's in life, my yeah. life and uh, in many lives. So I can, you know, I can sympathize with you on that. And your producer, whom John credited very highly and appropriately, uh, apparently liked what you were doing because he uh, he called you back for a second album. Yeah, yeah, uh, and a third one. Well, I can't wait for that. We, yeah, we, we've been, uh, like, <laughs> growing, like, uh, sure. w- without ex- expectation, you know, because it, it, how, how it started was me just doing songs, you know, and, and and then we're on a tour in Europe and, and so on. So it, it's like a surprise for me, too. Well, it, it's obvious that you're doing you're doing what you want to do the way you want to do it, and it's working. And I credit your producer for not wanting to tinker at it. So many, so many times, uh, record companies and producers, uh, they they all get this bug of, well, we should tweak it here and we should do this there, and uh, they they seem to be reluctant to let something stand on its own. And I salute your producer for letting you be Willie and the Good Souls because you've got a winning sound there, and I do hope that. One day soon, you'll be able to bring it over to the States, because I think it would be a smash yeah. over here, too. Yeah, right. You're right about the producer, and also right about how great it would be to be there. We just played on Saturday, and, well, it's always fun. Yeah, It's what I love and what we love, so, yeah. That comes through, as we've said so many times with so many artists that we've had on the show here, that uh, your love of what you're doing will always show through on what you're doing. And it shows through in your music that you're, you're not just up there trying to make music. You're up there giving of yourself, your soul, and your, your, your own feelings. And that's what makes it real. I want to take a, just a second before yeah. we let you go to uh, familiarize yourself with the David Bowers Awards. Uh, we have one motto here, and that is self-promotion is highly encouraged. So don't ever hesitate to do that. We do look forward to you coming back in the future. And once you are on the yeah. show, you're part of our family. So don't be afraid to keep in touch. We want to hear from you. I have a page on Facebook among many social media pages. I have a page on Facebook Music. It's a music groups page. And that is open for you to post your new music. Uh, what you're doing, uh, touring, whatever you're doing that you want to share with your followers, feel free to post it there, and we'll post it around to our other social media sites. Thank you. You're welcome. And I do mean it. Please do keep in touch with us because we want to hear more from Willie and the Good Souls. And uh, we're going to hear more right now, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to bring them on for one final track. Uh, We've got about 30 seconds, Willie. 
in that period, can you tell us where you come up with worlds and yayas? Uh, <laughs> it, it was like a Rolling Stones, uh, like a quotation, the yayas part. Right. And, and worlds was, well, the, the, the time I wrote that song, there, there was many, many things going on in my life. There, let's say that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I did, catch, I did catch the Rolling Stones connection there, and I just wondered yeah, how you tied great. it in right now. We're going to let everybody listen to it. Thank you so much, Willie. All the best to you. And Thank you, Willie. And we hope to hear yeah. more from you in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie and the Good Souls, all the way from Finland. This is World's and yayas. And the favor for me, a favor for my human being, has given life to songs, became one, became one. And the favor.
And there you have it, Willie and the Good Souls, all the way from Finland. And we thank them so very much. We thank also our other guests, the Reverend Cavaliers, and a big shout-out to Bren in uh, Phoenix uh, for having turned us on to the Reverend Cavaliers uh, a couple of years ago. I forget how long it was, but uh, we thank her so much for that. John Bon Jovial. I think we had a an excellent show with some really great music today and, of course, oh. some great guests. Oh, the music was just absolutely phenomenal from, you know, all the way from um, Dream Aria to uh, you know, Willie and, and, and also, you know, you're talking about uh, Rick that uh, came in and was with us with uh, the Reverend Cavaliers. I we just I think musically it was really diverse today. We had some great conversation, uh, and uh, but I'm especially taken with uh, Willie and the Good Souls and their song Future. Yeah. That surprised mm. me. That, yeah, that really re- surprised me. I it just reaches out and pulls you into the aura of the song. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Excellent tune, yeah, and uh, really glad that we were able to have them on the show. It's uh, always great to be able to bring new artists, or at least new to us, onto the show, especially when we can find them from around the world, not just here stateside and Canada, and uh, we look forward to more, many more in the future. We also look forward to having you back here with us again on our way out the door. Be sure and stay tuned if you're listening to us on Rochester Free Radio. Stay tuned for Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble Show, followed by Armin Spins with Armin Schaubruck. John Bon Jovial, I think now it is time for you to take us home. Time to hit the long and dusty trail. That's right. Thank you, David. Hey, folks, you did it again. We really appreciate the fact that you have taken an hour of your life and spent it with us, and we are truly, truly appreciative for that because we know what that is worth. The David Bowers Awards, that's us, and we are broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most of the major streaming services, including now the new podchaser.com forward slash the David Bowers. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, and all those other silly social media platforms. And join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3. That's in Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m., 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all the other crew of idiots here at the Radio Ranchero, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, saying don't take the mask off yet as much as you want to, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>